If you want to have a business that can grow, then you need to be willing to develop the people in your business. And when you spend some time to develop the people in your business, you may start to notice that some people display certain characteristics which are consistent with having a capability for leadership. And when people with leadership capabilities can see that there is room to grow, that they are being developed, then they're more likely to stay in your organization. So as a commercial real estate leader, one of the most important things that you can be doing is to be developing your people and also developing the leaders inside your business. So in this episode, we're going to be talking to you about ways that you can develop the quality of leadership inside your business. This is Commercial Real Estate Leadership with Darren Prokopiak. Hey, this is episode 162 of the show, Commercial Real Estate Leadership. I'm Darren Prokopiak. So happy you've decided to join us. I help commercial real estate leaders to get their businesses growing at a much more intensive, rapid rate. I'm trying to think of different ways that I could say that we grow businesses faster in, in every intro, kind of like The Simpsons, how there's always a different couch gag. And I just sort of noticed that I've been saying it slightly differently each time. And now I, I thought I'll say it different this time with intention. I put myself under pressure. So I might write a list of ways to, to intro the show just as, you know, something else to, to have as a feature of this program. Hey, if you're listening to this show and you think there's somebody who you know who could benefit from this content, I would love it if you share this content with them. You can click the share button wherever you're watching us and SMS the link, you can email it to somebody or even send them a DM in social media and say, hey, did you know there's this program? It's called Commercial Real Estate Leadership. And I think it would be a great one for you. And even if there's somebody who is already a well-established leader, then if they're a well-established leader who is committed to being a better leader, then hopefully they're interested in more content about commercial real estate leadership, or if they're an up and coming leader or somebody who's new into a role and you think that they may benefit from this content, I know that they would appreciate it if you send this content to them because it shows that you're thinking of them. So you'll get some benefit from that as well as hopefully the benefit that they get if they decide to continue to listen. All right. So today's episode is all about one of the most important jobs that you have as a leader in a business, and that is to Create the environment where there is better leadership being offered for everyone inside the business because commercial real estate is a people business and the quality of leadership inside that business is a differentiator for, well, the clients that you choose to work with. It's a differentiator for your employees, both existing and prospective, but also for people who are investing in the business. And that may just be you if you're a sole proprietor of the business or you may have business partners and Certainly, when you go to the bank and you ask them for money, if you've got a quality leadership team behind you, then I think they're more likely to help you grow that business by giving you that capital. So strong leadership, I think, is something that is really beneficial to your business as you decide to grow it. It, it sets the tone in terms of your leadership, but you deciding to develop the leadership within your business is also setting the tone in itself. And as the business grows, you'll need to have, an, have a team of effective leaders to help you grow it further with different types of leadership, not just clones of yourself, but different strengths in leadership. Because what your business needs evolves over time. And that's important because I think the type of leader that you are will evolve over time. There are different 
types or styles of leadership. And I think that if I look back at my journey, I was better at certain types of leadership than I was at other types or styles of leadership later on. And maybe you've noticed that some of your people are more comfortable operating in certain modalities of leadership than in others. And different people inside the business are going to have different preferences in terms of the types of leaders that they respond to, that they need, that can bring out the best in them. So once you identify what people are inside your business that have the potential to be good leaders, once you've got an understanding as well of the different types of leadership, which we're going to talk about today, then you'll be more readily able to identify those different leadership capabilities because there's not just one type of leadership that works inside a business. The bigger your business gets, the more likely it will be that you'll require those different types and different strengths. And because you're looking for them, because you're aware of them, you're more likely to see them and you'll be discovering perhaps more people that have that capability to grow into being someone with more responsibility in your business. So, and I say that because, you know, when, when I first became a leader, I probably lent more on the the role power of being a leader. So a little bit more maybe directive or authoritative, but also pace setting. So somebody who would want to lead by example, work hard, do good things, achieve results, and hope that others would, I guess, be motivated to also achieve that. But as I spent more time in leadership roles, I guess I learned to be more transformative, which is kind of like about setting a vision and setting a pathway towards that. And uh, motivating and inspiring, if you like, people to come with you. And also I became a little bit more delegative. So more hands-off, a little bit more laissez-faire and understanding that I, I couldn't control everything and that I was better off letting some of the practitioners who are experts in that area to do what they do best. And also then for me to focus on what I need to do in order to help the business perform. I think I was always reasonably and by the way, I'm talking about myself just so you can identify perhaps some of the different styles of leadership, which you may have, or which you may want to have some other styles of leadership, maybe someone who's more democratic and consultative. So really making sure that we understand what people are looking for, what's important to others, and then trying to reflect that in the decisions that you make. I think we can also be somebody who is supportive and with direction though. So kind of like a coaching style leadership. So really trying to develop and help your people become better. And then there are others who I've noticed, which I never really adopted this style of leadership, but it is one that exists, which is this servant leadership. It's also known as affiliative, affiliative leadership. A less favorable way of putting it might be to call someone a people pleaser. But, you know, these are the people that really think about, well, what's best for the team before they make any decisions. Other people are micromanagers or, you know, another negative term might be a control freak. So look, no matter the leadership style, and hopefully just running through those seven or eight different types of leadership, you've identified maybe your strengths in one, maybe you can identify as well, I need to be more like this. And as the business is going through this stage, then I'm going to need to get more comfortable operating with this type of leadership. Now, even though there are some different ways to lead, I think there are also some universal skills that you should be helping your leadership team and actually everyone inside your business to develop. So I just uh, quickly wanted to share some of those with you as well. I think the first one is adaptability. So, so much is changing in the world. And if we just think about artificial intelligence right now and the importance of embracing technological advancements, 
I heard someone say recently, and I agree with it, that artificial intelligence is going to have as bigger, if not greater impact on our industry than mobile phones or the internet did. So it's going to be a huge change. And I think sometimes people want to just stick with what they know, or they don't want to change because they believe that everything's fine, or I'm comfortable with doing this, or I'm achieving this, so therefore why change? But all this technological change means that there's an opportunity to to grow and we need to be able to adapt. So I think adaptability is important. Empathy is another universal skill that I think is important no matter the different style of leadership that you and your team adopt. And this is really about understanding your clients, understanding other stakeholders, understanding team members, what people need, and not just thinking about things from one's own perspective, but thinking about the impact on others and how the decisions that we make impact on the overall organization and not just what it means to me. And I can remember working with somebody who was looking at the relocation of an office and his whole prism was about, well, it's fine for me and not really thinking about how the location change might impact the team. So that would just be a small example of somebody who perhaps needs to have a little bit more empathy in terms of the way that they're looking at things. And then the other one is resilience. And, you know, we've been through a a difficult period over the last two or three years, not only with COVID, but in terms of some of the unique economic challenges that have been uh, thrust upon us. And that means that we need the ability to be able to adapt but also to manoeuvre through some of these market challenges. So adaptability, empathy and resilience, three leadership qualities that I think we need to have in any style. They're attributes that people can, I guess, develop because they're skills, right? You can become more adaptable. You can train your mind to be more empathetic and also you can become more resilient. Now, If you want to encourage a culture of feedback to understand if people in your organization have these skills, particularly the leaders in your organization, I just want to give you a couple of quick ideas about how you can do that. One is to do something called skip level meetings. So that's when if you're the leader, you meet with the direct reports of your direct reports, right? So the people who report to your people and you just see what's going on. Now, sometimes that's not always going to expose where there might be issues, but it does start to open up the lines of communication. And maybe you need to invest a bit of time if you can sense there's something going on that you need to build up that trust through communication to start to understand if there is something that isn't consistent with the values and the way that you believe that leadership should be conducted inside your business. Exit interviews are a great way. Also, people can be a little bit more honest when they're on the way um, out of the organization. Obviously, it's it's too late once people leave, but you can still learn some things that can, I guess, stem the flow of more people exiting if there is an issue. And then there's 360 assessments, and I've talking about those. I spoke about those on a previous episode. That's really. Conducting a, a survey anonymously of the organization to find out what your people think. Other ways that you can identify leadership talent inside uh, your business is just make sure that we're giving people the opportunity to show and develop their leadership skills. So just a couple of quick ideas here. Give people the opportunity to chair meetings. 
give people responsibility for organizing internal or external events. I think ultimately what we're trying to do is identify people who have leadership qualities because businesses with better leaders have lower staff turnover, they have higher client satisfaction and also bigger profit margins. So if we can encourage a culture of leadership and make sure that we're investing the time as leaders to create better leadership inside the business, then we're going to achieve that that wonderful trinity of better client outcomes, more satisfied with lower staff turnover and also bigger profit margins. All right, that is our episode for today. We've run out of time. I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon. You've been listening to Commercial Real Estate Leadership.